I put 50 in the safe, yeah. Speeding off in the rave, oh, yeah. Had a dream that I was safe, yeah. But we know it ain't never safe outside. No, I can't stand for the hate. Faded or fell alive, yeah Niggas hate never in my face I've been famous a minute now, yeah Tryna maintain, I'ma need my drink Functioning alcoholic, puffing and passing heavy Nothing is passing with me Fuck on my adversaries, numbing to go in public Fuck who ain't fucking with me My neck is full of water, my cup is full of Henny My cup runneth over with homies that never love me And shawties that wanna fuck me Say fuck me but can't forget me I trust them, my God, so the bras gotta wait Cause I'm always 100 but keep 50 in the safe Just in case, I put 50 in All the like. safe Speeding off in the rainfall, yeah Had a dream that I was safe, yeah But we know it ain't never safe outside No, I can't stand for the hate, ay But what you mad, we took the chick, oh, yeah She took her down to the trap, ay She ain't never coming back, no, dog. I keep losing pieces of my mind in slow motion Then two shots tequila Been mocked by the media Pop oxy, feel nothing My bag is so tragic My back's sativa yeah, The ride is almost over I'm tired, I ain't sober Confidence fluctuating That's why I be antisocial When I was young and coming up I really show love Now I know myself for nothing No, I know nothing I rolled something My roof for those that don't support me Don't got homies The IRS kind close to me though Know it's crazy I'm tired of making music By how anxiety set up My therapist get my show money I put 50 in the safe, yeah. speeding off in the rainfall. Yeah. Had a dream that I was safe, yeah. but we know it ain't never safe outside. No, I can't stand for the hate. Yeah. But what you mad? We took the chick out. Yeah. Took her down to the trap. Yeah. She ain't never coming back. No, dog. I keep losing pieces of my mind in slow motion. Feeling that it's music industry It's foolish really Cause when you get on They be off And when you be hot Like super super hot The rest who ain't sweat You was now pressed To be cool with you Fifty You pick Yeah You Pick Joe Money I put fifty in the safe hey. Speeding off in the rainfall yeah. Had a dream that I was safe hey. We know it ain't never safe outside No, I can't stand for the hate But what you mad, we took your chick out, yeah She took her down to the trap She ain't never coming back, no, dog. I keep losing pieces of my mind in slow motion I
grind it Faded all the time Just check the clock and you already know what time it is. Tune in to Talk To Me Tyler T. It's real, uncensored, uncut. Let's get it. Check, 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 check. You are now tuned in to Talk To Me Tyler T. With the one and the only Tyler T. So today, man, it's just me and her today, man. Um, I got a lot of stuff to talk about, bro. Um, It's been a lot of stuff going on um, in my life and in the media that I want to touch on. And today is Freaky Friday. So I got some good for y'all on that. Uh got the got the results back from uh the question that I asked, which I'll get to a little later in the show. But um yeah, so the first thing I wanna start off with is um I don't know if y'all seen this video. I know it circulated around Twitter, but I didn't really see too many people talking about it on my TL. Um but I saw it, so I watched it. Well, actually one of my friends sent it to me, so I watched it and then um yeah. So, um, Common's sexual assault case with uh, R&B singer, vocalist, Jaguar Wright. So, I wasn't too familiar with who Jaguar Wright was. Um, I actually had to do my research on her, and then I found out, like, she was an R&B singer. She sung on Side of the Roots, um, and also with Jay-Z and a few other artists as well. So, um, I guess she was on Instagram Live with a friend. excuse me or something of that nature and um they were just talking about uh she because i i believe she used to date common and so um she was talking about um how they had you know they were together or whatever i guess they had slept together sleeping together or whatever and she woke up and she felt something poking at her uh at her face or like around her mouth area and she said that it was common trying to stick pretty much stick his penis in her mouth on some shit on some like unwarranted like type shit like he was pretty much trying to force that shit in there so she woke up and she saw that shit and she was like yeah i know because i i believe she was uh she's a survivor of rape sexual assault and she was like so i know how to buy time for niggas like common type shit and so I don't I don't know if Common has responded just yet. Um, I haven't seen anything come out, and he wasn't like it wasn't even like he wasn't even a trending topic or anything like that. It was just um, it was just you know something that just popped up. So in my head, I'm like, bro, like, you know, I'm I've been praising this nigga. I don't I don't know how true this shit is, but um, I, I believe it. You know what I'm saying? Because the story was too vivid. For first of all, like she she had it was way too detail oriented for her to um for her to be lying, you know what I'm saying? And like I know women lie about rape, rape cases, rape allegations, but it's like to get people in trouble or to make people look bad. But I was like, this is not one of those situations, you know what I'm saying? Like this is this is for real. Like and, and if and and if that shit's true, like common you wrong, fam. And you know you wrong. But um she she was really going in on them like uh saying Erica Badu like made a song like uh made a song about him about her uh the song I forgot what song it was I think it was Booty um pretty much saying like oh you can't you can't take my nigga type shit on some <laughs> on some malicious shit 
so I'm just like, fuck. But anyway, back to back to to the common situation. I'm just like, damn, you know, I just finished reading his book. I'm pretty sure y'all heard me talk about, oh, Common's book is so good. Common is such this is such a good person, blah, blah, blah. This, that, and the third. And now it's like you come to find out that this nigga is a potential rapist. And it's like, damn, bro, like for what? You know what I'm saying? Like rape is wrong no matter how you look at it but you're gonna try to you're gonna try to sexually assault a woman that's already a victim to the shit like that's already experienced this shit before and i'm pretty sure she's told you that she's experienced this shit before so you know what i'm saying you don't you don't respect her enough to to not do that shit not even just to her but to any woman period so that shit kind of fucked my head up man and i was just like Comment why like why you but I'm I'm waiting on him to respond because I know there's always t- two sides to the story but that shit like that shit just threw me for a loop bro because we we fighting you know we we fighting for equality um we're fighting for all these different things for black people and we all we hooping and hot comment is one person that um that's been saying like oh you gotta protect black women and. Uh, power to black women and love your black love a black woman you know adore a black woman and xyz and it's like okay like you saying all this but then someone else comes out with the case saying that you allegedly sexually assaulted them and i'm just like bruh like why you know what i'm saying why why be this person in your book and in your music and you know make people love you and make people like you and then the shit that you say don't do you go out there and do like that's ass backwards bro but i mean i guess that's i don't even i don't even know what that shit is like i, I don't even have words bro it kind of just it kind of just fucked my head up um and i well then on the flip side of that like i was reading a thread on twitter uh, cause you know, Twitter, Twitter is Twitter, bro. So people going to talk, people going to give their opinion, which is something that I appreciate about Twitter. Um, and some people were saying like this relationship was years ago and she's just now deciding to come out with it, which that doesn't, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't do anything for the situation. Like whether she came out with it the day that it happened or three years down the road, like the shit happened, the shit happened. Um, and I mean, a lot of times when women go to the police and women try to be honest about what's going on in their lives, like, you know what I'm saying? They get overlooked, they get swept under the rug and they feel like nobody believes them and nobody cares about what's going on. So I want to say big ups to her for being brave enough to um, come out and say something about the situation. And I, I definitely want to hear a comment side of the story because uh, it's been a lot of it's been a lot of comments going back and forth um, of unknown people. Like I'm an unknown person. Common doesn't know who I am. He don't know who these people are that are talking. So he could probably uh, he couldn't care less about what we have to say. But um, yeah, in my eyes is just like rape is wrong, bro. And, and, and I feel like as men, we need to as men and as women, as mothers and as fathers, we need to teach um, teach men and teach women that sexual assault, that rape, that coerced sex, uh, sexual activities, all that shit is wrong, bro. Like, if you're not having consensual sex with somebody or part- partaking in an activity that involves sexual, like, sexual uh, engagement that is shit consensual, 
then you need to leave it alone, bro. Like, legit, like, no means no. And I feel like this goes overlooked um, with women because, um, like, with women on to men because they're like, oh, no woman can't sexually assault no man. No woman can't rape no man. Like, he a man. He's supposed to be this big, tough guy. If he don't want to have sex with her, like, he don't have to have sex. He, you know what I'm saying? Blah, blah. He don't want to have sex with her. Oh, he gay. Like, and it's like, damn, men just don't want sex all the time, bro. Surprisingly, you know what I'm saying? That may be a surprise to you, but, like, niggas don't want sex all the time. Like, we don't got to fuck on y'all. We don't have to fuck on women all the time, bro. Like, we don't have to have sex all the time, period. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I just feel like... It's kind of looked down upon when a man tells a woman no, because she's like, oh, why? Like, why are you saying no? And it's like, well, shit, why do I have to give you an explanation? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't owe you an explanation because I don't want to have sex with you or I don't want to be sexually active with you or partake in any sexual activity with you. Like, I can say no and I can stand on that shit. And that doesn't make me any less of a man or that doesn't make me homosexual or anything like that. Like, if I don't want to have sex, bro, I don't want to have sex. Like, and you got to take that shit and shit, do what you will with it. But don't try to shame a nigga because he don't want to have sex. Um, but on to the next topic, man. Uh, I don't know if y'all have saw, if y'all saw um, takeoffs, uh, allegations or story or whatever um rape allegations with a party uh that he had a he was at a party at um dj Durrell's house. dj Durrell, pop, pop, give him hell. but no he was at dj Durrell's house um and they had like a little house party um back in june and so a lady under the alias of um her i believe it was jane doe she pretty much said that she's suing quavo i mean not quavo my fault She's suing uh she's suing takeoff for sexual battery, assault, gender violence, false imprisonment, violation of civil rights, interference with civil rights, and emotional distress. And she's also seeking money for all of this. So from what I read um in the double XL article. They were at a party at DJ Darrell's house and Takeoff was staring at this woman um for a long a, a long period of time while he was at the while he was at the party. And uh he ended up offering her some weed. She declined. So then he sees DJ Darrell taking her upstairs, I believe, and um he begins to walk upstairs, or they're walking downstairs while he's walking upstairs, and they get in like this altercation, this little debacle or whatever. And she ends up going to the room. And so she goes to the room and this is allegedly what happened. She said takeoff was pulling down her clothes and he ended up um, raping her from behind. And she went to LAPD and uh, told them about the situation and they they have like the rape kit. They they did the rape kit on her and it showed that it was like sex by force. But they still haven't put anything out yet. So, you know, it's just like shit. I don't feel bad for the nigga because it's like rape is rape, bro. And if you rape her, you wrong as fuck. And you need to be held accountable for what the fuck you did. But uh, and they said this happened back in June, I believe. So it's August now. So two months ago. So I'm just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
Quavo is well. Oh, I don't know why I keep saying Quavo. Takeoff is the to me. He was the most unproblematic of the Migos. You know, he minded his business. He did what he you know on camera. He he really didn't say too much when we see him. He really didn't say too much. He just rapped um, and and did his thing. But it's just like damn, bro. Like th- this rape shit, sexual assault. I feel like it's becoming so common, or it probably has been common, but. You know, people, law enforcement, and everyone else is just sweeping that shit under the rug. And it's honestly crazy to me, and it's very grotesque, that anybody would even want to do that to a woman. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, can you not have consensual sex with somebody? Like, do you have to take it? You know, do you have to be forceful like that? Can you not just be like, can you not understand the word no? You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, who you know, who raised you? Like, where did you grow up? And you you honestly, sometimes like, it's like, okay, you want to look at the situation from both angles. Like, is she, is she just reporting this shit for money? But then it's like, okay, well... Why would she make why would she make up this story? You know what I'm saying? And saying that you did all of this shit to her. And it's just like, bro, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck is going on with you niggas? Like, why are y'all doing this shit? So um prayers up to Jaguar Wright and Jane Doe. I don't know her real name. That's just the name that she came out with, I believe. Um, because no one knows what's going on in their heads. Um and if all this shit comes out to be true when they take this shit to court, because uh, I heard Common has like 30 days to respond. No, Takeoff has like 30 days. He has 30 days to respond with his um, with his lawyer, my fault. And Common, I don't know what he's going to do or what he's going to say. But um, back to Common, um, Jaguar White was kind of just getting on his ass, pretty much saying like that's why his relationships don't last. Um He's in a relationship for three months, then he's out of that shit, and this, that, and third. And people were shitting on her in the comments as well, and so it's just like, you know what I'm saying? You really don't know what to believe and where people are getting their information from, and everybody thinks they're, everybody thinks they the paparazzi, bro. Everybody thinks they, they, they the media, that they're journalists and shit, so they know fucking everything about everybody else but their fucking selves, which that's a, another conversation for another day, but... I just be like, damn, bro, like, what the fuck? But, you know, prayers up to both of them. Um, I hope they get, I hope justice is served. And shit, if you do the crime, bro, you got to do the time. So whatever consequences they get, uh, whatever consequences take off and come and get, like, I'm pretty sure they deserve them if they did that shit. So, yeah, I don't, I don't think any woman is coming out lying about somebody raping them, especially being that detail, um, regardless of the circumstances. But, um, so now let's, let's, uh, let's jump forward to something else that I wanted to get into. Um, so y'all know I'll be coming on here and I'll be talking about the books that I'll be reading and shit. Uh, so now I, I'm I'm a pretty slow reader because I be doing a lot of shit, bro. Um, and sometimes like I feel with me like I could only read so much in a day. So, you know, um, I try to read like a chapter, a chapter and a half, or something like that. Um, but with this Bell Hooks book that I'm reading called All About Love, 
it, it definitely gets down to the nitty gritty, bro. And it's the like the cold, hard truth. And it's almost like it's it's a hard pill to swallow, bro, when you're reading some of that shit. And I believe I'm on like chapter four or five. Uh, so I'm not too deep in it. But um, I've learned so much off of the little shit that I have. Right? I'll probably uh, I'll probably read some uh, once I get finished uh, doing this podcast. But anyway, um, so I've been reading. And one thing that I did that I did read that stood out to me was a uh, bell hook said that in a study that she researched that people are lying more and more as the world goes on type shit and lying equate like when men lie to women it's so that they can have power over women because they can always have the upper hand because it's easily when when you be, when you start to believe lies, you become like easily swayed, whether you believe it or not. Because men have the men and women sometimes have this way of manipulating you into believing what they're into believing a lot of shit that they say, even though that they know that they're a fucking liar type shit. So it's just like, oh, like she gonna believe this shit? Oh, I can get her to believe anything. And that way, I'm going to always have the upper hand. And they say we learn how to lie um, as children. Because as children, sometimes we don't want to get in trouble. Uh, we know that if we do if we do the wrong thing, like we will have to suffer the, suffer the consequences. So we end up telling a lie to see if it'll work or not. And if it does work. But one thing about lies, like if, it, if the lie works, you have to continue to lie. You can't lie and then tell the truth because it's like, Oh shit! Like what's going on? So you you tell a lie, you have to cover up, cover it up with another lie, with another lie, and it's like a snowball effect. And you got to be real creative to be a liar, bro. <laughs> Pretty much, uh, because some way, somehow, like people are gonna figure out that you're lying because your story not gonna add up. And a lot of times, you're not gonna remember the lie that you told previously. So you're telling your girl like, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna be out. I'm gonna be out at uh, Drew Crib. We're gonna be kicking it tonight." And then she asked you, like, oh, how was Drew Crib? And instead of you being at Drew Crib, you was at the bar with a chick behind her back, and you didn't tell her. So she, you're going to be like, oh, shit, uh, Drew Crib was cool. It was all right. Like, you know, we was, we was drinking. We was doing this. We was doing that. Oh, okay, cool. And so then, you know what I'm saying, she get on the ground, and she like, oh, well, Drew wasn't even at home today. Like, I followed Drew on the gram. Like, he wasn't even at the crib. So, but I thought you was at his crib. So, like, where was y'all at? And now you got to make up another lie. Oh, well, I said we was at Drew crib. Nah, I mean, we was at Stan crib. And it's just a bunch of bullshit that you got to continue to make up. And so, with lying, bro, you can't have a lot of power. But ultimately, you figure out. People figure you out and they like, oh, you bullshitting. And I feel like one thing that I hate is a liar. And one, and I know a lot of other people hate liars, too, because it's like I, I really can't believe anything that comes out of your mouth because at any given moment, you could be making up some shit. And so she was also talking about how we lie in relationships. You know what I'm saying? Like I just said, uh, like I just the example I just gave. And it's almost like. Who can lie the best in order to keep that one person 
on their side type shit. And since this book is called All About Love, lying is not love because you can't lie to somebody and love them. Because do you really because love is what love does, you know what I'm saying? Like people people believe that love is a love is a feeling. And to me, love is an action. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to show somebody you love them. Because you can easily tell somebody like, I love you and you do this for me and this is what I love about you and it's just like, but if you ain't showing me shit, then why does why does what you say even matter? So yeah, um, and somebody told me that was like when you get to chapter six, like you really gonna you really gonna fuck with that shit. So this is like the first book that I've been reading where I've actually like started to take to take notes on that shit. Cause usually I just read a book and um I take mental notes and I remember a lot of shit from what I read. But like this is an actual book where I'm like, okay, I need to write this down. Like I need to mark this. Like I need to highlight this, you know what I'm saying? Because this shit is like it's it's sticking with me. Um and and one one thing that I also read, um, it it was saying that um, I know everybody can relate to this, especially like my black listeners. Um, it was saying that like when your parents when your parents used to pretty much beat your ass as a kid, they would either say like, "This is hurting you more than it hurts me," and I'm only doing this because I love you, and it's just like. What Bell Hook said is she was like, um, abuse and love cannot coexist. So you can't physically harm someone and call that shit love. You know what I'm talking about? Like that doesn't that doesn't make sense. You know that their love and abuse are not synonymous type shit. Uh, they can't they can't coexist. They can't live in the same house. So let's take this for example. Like say your pops beat the shit out of your mama like every day. And then at the end of that shit, she like, oh, well, he loves me because he does all this for me. He got her so brainwashed into thinking that, oh, well, damn, like he do all this shit for me. But when I piss him off, he beat my ass, but he still loves me. And it's like, nah, fam, that shit not true. He don't love your ass because if you love somebody, you wouldn't want to hurt them. You wouldn't want to physically hurt them. You know what I'm saying? To the point where shit, you almost killing their ass. Or you injuring them, breaking bones, uh, and so forth and so on. So it it just opened my eyes uh, to a lot of shit, man. And I feel like when we, as we continue to grow older, we start to see our parents as not just our parents, but shit, just as human beings. And we realize that shit, we not they're not perfect, and neither are we. And oftentimes, like, they're just raising us how they were raised. Um, and even though that may not be that, that may not be what you deem as correct, like, you know, they, they feel like they're just doing their job as a parent. So these are these are the conversations that we can't be scared to have with our parents. Like, hey, like pops or hey, mom, like when you did this um, or when I was growing up and and this happened, like. You know, it made me feel some type of way and that affected me like as a kid and as an adult, pretty much. Um, And I I was going somewhere with that. Like I had something else to say. Oh, pretty much like I feel like when you being an adult is coming to terms like with your childhood traumas and just laying them hoes on the table and trying to figure out how you can defeat them hoes. 
or how you can move forward um, and not put those traumas on your children or on someone else that you're involved with, like, you know, intimately or romantically type shit. Because you don't want to you don't want to have a child and you haven't overcome what you went through as a child. And then you pass that shit down, a.k.a. generational trauma. Because that shit is going to stick with their child. And I feel like a lot of times parents always bring up, well, well, my mama did this. And when I was growing up, my parents did this. And it's like, I don't mean to be disrespectful, but it's not about that, fam. Like, I, <laughs> I you know, like, honestly, I don't really give a damn. Like, because this is not about what your parents did to you. This is about me and you and our relationship and how you're raising me. Or how you raised me and how I turned out. Like, this is not about, oh, well, my parents did this and I turned out fine. Like, excuse my French, but fuck that. (laughs) Like, that shit doesn't, that shit doesn't matter, bro. Because that shit was in the past. And what your parents did ain't gonna help me live, bro. That shit not gonna help. That shit's not gonna help my life. That shit's not gonna help me progress in life. Like, I need you to be a parent to me and not worry about, you know, you need to come to terms with your childhood trauma as well. Because a lot of our parents don't even, a lot of our parents haven't even done that and shit. That's why we got that shit. So, um, yeah, man, she really go, but Bell Hooks really goes into detail about, about everything, um, as far as love goes and how to love the definition of love, um, what other, what she thought love was before she really started to do her research on love and fail relationships and all of that shit. And like I said, bro, I'm just on chapter like four or five. So this is maybe page like 70 and there's like 200 plus pages in the book. So I got a lot more reading to do. I feel like a lot more. I'm again, I'm going to gain a lot more knowledge um, from the things that I read. So, yeah, man, um, big ups to Bell Hooks. And if y'all I, I really believe all y'all should go check that book out. And young people like shit. Even if you don't want to read it, bro, just listen to that shit. You know what I'm saying? Listen to that shit. And like, audio books are a thing. Podcasts are a thing. So when you're listening to something, you could easily jot that shit down. Some of that shit is going to stick with you. Some of that shit is going to resonate with you. Because a lot of that shit we went through or are going through as people or we went through as children. So, um, you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to hit home. And that those are the type of books I like, the type of books that hit home and make you think about, you know, your life and shit. Like, damn, okay, she I'm not alone in this, you know what I'm saying? Um, but to segue into another topic, um, so I know we got a lot of people going back to school. I'm going back to school. Our brothers and sisters are going back to school. Look, cuz is going back to school. School starts uh for me August twenty fourth, and they're giving us the option to either go to school on full-time online, do hybrid, so come into class sometimes and the rest is online, or come to class um, for the semester type shit. So social distancing education. Uh, they're trying. I just saw that they opened some school in Georgia, and within the first day, they put all the children back on quarantine because... Children tested positive for the for uh, COVID-19. And I'm just like, I just continue to ask myself, like, why is our country ran so poorly, bro? Like it, it they don't 
people are complaining. First off, this is this is off topic, um, but people are complaining about niggas getting unemployment and being paid more on unemployment than they were uh, being paid while they were working. And that was definitely me. So let me let me go in a little bit on this topic, because I was recently thinking about this shit um, probably like a few days ago. I was like, okay, I'm a graduate, right? I got a degree in public health. I'm working at a uh, I'm working at a gym as a marketing and sales coordinator. I'm getting paid twelve dollars an hour, and I'm working, but anywhere between twenty five and thirty two hours a week. So it's not part time, but it's not full time either. So. Every two weeks, I'm working like 50 to 64 hours. So, okay, cool. So, you calculate that 64 times 12. That'll give you what? Mm, let's do the math. Let's pull up the calculator. So, let's let's just go on the high end, 64 hours. So, 64 times 12, that's 768. So, you got to take out taxes. So, multiply that by... Point zero eight two five. So they taking out sixty three dollars. So roughly, I'm getting seven hundred dollars a check. And I live in Lancaster. I worked in North Dallas off of Walnut Hill of seventy five. So that's roughly uh thirty, anywhere from thirty to thirty five minute drive. Um, minus Texas. I mean minus traffic. My fault. So. During the semester, I was actually going to class, so I was doing a lot of driving, bro. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So Monday, I would drive from Lancaster to my job, work my shift. I would sometimes, majority of the time on Mondays, I would work out after I got off because I work at a gym. I would drive to Louisville because that's where my pops lives. I would stay at his. I would go home, shower, take a nap for two hours. Drive to Denton, because that's where I uh, I go to UNT. That's where I would go to class. Class started at 6, so I would get up um, around 4-ish, try to get out the crib around 4.45, so I wouldn't catch that traffic. Maybe even 4.30, catch that traffic going, um, going to Denton. I would be in class from... Six to about, uh, what? We never stayed the whole time. We never had to stay till nine. So maybe like six to eight. Drive back from Denton to Louisville, which is a 20-minute drive. Get something to eat, go to sleep. And then that Tuesday, sometimes that Tuesday, I would have to to be at work at five in the morning. So I would get up, drive from Louisville all the way back to North Dallas, and I would do that. Um, I would do that Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Thursday, I would wake up. Sometimes I was off. Sometimes I wasn't. Thursday, I would wake up, drive back to Lancaster because I wanted to. Um, you know, I wanted to be at the crib or whatever. And then I would work. So sometimes I was working five days. Sometimes I would work six. Uh, depending on when I got an off day, and I'm making seven hundred dollars every two weeks, and that's bullshit, bro. Like, 
that's terrible. So, and you know, I'm, I used to, I, I pretty much, I'm pretty sure y'all heard me talk about this job all the time. Um, uh, I was the only black person that worked there. So I was always getting a hard, I, I they was always giving me a hard time. Um, and I just had so much shit to do. And I was just really sitting back and thinking like, I was really slaving damn near for lack of a better term for $12 an hour, bro, for $700 a week. That is terrible. That's terrible. And they making it seem like, oh, we pay you to do this and we pay you to do that. It's like, bro, y'all barely pay me, fam. Like, y'all can't give a nigga 15, bro, 16. Like, it's niggas that, Am- it's niggas that work at Amazon that make 17. And y'all can't, you know what I'm saying? Y'all... I'm I'm doing all this driving and y'all can't do nothing for me, bro. The the best y'all can give me is twelve dollars, bro. Like, and I worked there from January all the way to. I think they just officially like let me go, quote unquote, probably like a month ago, because I was furloughed in March, and I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? They was like, yeah, you know, when we open back up. Uh, you're more than welcome to come work for us, blah, 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 which I had planned on leaving anyway. So I was like, yeah, I don't plan on having this job for more than a year. But if I can if I can get something better before that year is up, like I'm out this whole like, fuck y'all. Uh, so I was furloughed and I just remember like maybe two, three Three and a half weeks ago, I looked at the group me. They had deleted me from the group me. They removed me from the email list. So I'm like, oh, I guess this is y'all's way of letting me go. And it's like, y'all claim that y'all are so professional and that y'all love y'all workers and that y'all cater to y'all workers and blah, blah, blah. But it's like, y'all y'all didn't even have the common decency to call the nigga and be like, hey, Tyler, we're going to let you go. Or... Or send a nigga an email, write a nigga a letter, send a nigga a voice memo, uh, uh, nothing. Like, couldn't say cat, rat, dog, go to hell, nothing. But that's how these crackers do you, man. So now we're here. But back to social distancing and back to education. So, um... Yeah, man, our country is ran poorly, as you can see. Everybody's underpaid, uh, working hella hours a week, missing their family. You at work more than you at you at the crib, and you working for little to no money. And these and these uh, jobs want you to do all this bullshit, and they don't want to pay you. But y'all want to send kids to school, but y'all don't want to open clubs. Y'all don't want to open this. Y'all don't want to open that. I. And I'm I'm just not understanding how like where's the correlation? Some people that y'all don't know people's um people's situations, y'all don't know the circumstances that they're under. Some kid some people use school like as daycare because they gotta work. So they like, oh I'm going to work, like you I know you're gonna be at school. Um so I know you're gonna be somewhere where I know where you are for at least eight hours, you know what I'm saying? And some cool, some some blah, some schools have after school programs, so you know they could be there for a little longer, just in case you know something comes up or whatever. They gotta work overtime. Uh, nobody can be there to pick them up as soon as they get out of school, whatever. So 
I just feel like the youth, they're kind of doomed. You know what I'm saying? Um, because even with technology, uh, how are these? Uh, more so to me, it's just these little kids, um, five and six year olds, seven year olds, like, Bro, kids have a lot of energy, fam. And no kid is going to want to sit in front of a computer screen for eight hours a day with no break, no recess, no lunch. Like, you can't go nowhere. The teacher is making you be quiet. You got to listen. Like, that's torture damn near, bro. Like, I got all this energy and instead of me being able to get up and run around and use it and participate in the class and walk up and down the halls and go to class and this, that, and the third, like, you making me sit in one room all day, eight hours a day, five hours a week. I don't understand it. Um, and on my next episode, I'll probably end up um, interviewing a teacher because I got several teacher, teacher friends um, interviewing one of them. And just see where their heads are at with this topic and how they feel, because I only know so much because I'm not a teacher. Um, But like I said, I have several friends that are so they'll be able to give a better insight. But this is just something I think about. And, you know, what I'm saying like how long. First of all, how long is this shit going to last? Like, are y'all I know people are giving them but like, let's just take my sister into consideration. My sister is about to be a junior. And so since she can't, my my parents are not allowing her to go to campus to go to school, which she, they shouldn't. So that's good. Um, they're not allowing her to go to campus to go to school. So she's in like this uh, early college program. She goes to the Colony High School, but, you know, they have like this early college program that she's taken. So the teacher was like, one of her professors was like, uh, or the academic advisor or whatever. They were like, oh, well, since Trinity isn't coming to class, is it coming? Is it going to be coming to campus? Like she can't take this class. And that's one of her, uh, one of her college classes. So it's just like, why the fuck not? Why can't she take the class? Because she chooses not to come to class for her safety and not even for just for her safety, for everyone else's safety. I I don't get it. Like she should be able to take whatever the fuck class she want to take. That's on the motherfucking uh, that's on a degree plan, and so it's like shit. And they like shit. I'm paying for the shit, so why can't she take the class? And it's just a lot of fucked up shit going on, bro. Like my nigga Justin, he in law school, and I know that nigga was struggling already. In like going to campus, going to class. So Lord. God forbid that that nigga had to take, uh, have to be in law school online the rest of the, I mean, for a full semester like he was uh, for the last several weeks of that semester of his first year. Because that shit is just mentally draining, bro. And I'm pissed that I, well, I mean, I'm not going to go to class anyway because, you know, I ain't fucking around with all them niggas. I don't know what they've been doing, where they've been, blah, blah, blah. But it's just like, damn, like, I hate going to school online, bro. In the second half of the semester, going to school, like, we really went on spring break and didn't go back to school, fam. Like, like we, we we left school in March, and then, like, we never came back to the home. And I'm just like, damn, like, I don't know if the degree is now going to be a little easier or if it's going to be a finesse or if it's going to be harder. Like, 
I'm not mentally prepared for it, honestly. And I start school in less than three weeks. And I usually am never prepared for school mentally until like the end of the semester and then or towards the end of the semester and then shit is about to be over. So it's just like, well, you know, but as I've said several times before, after I get this master's, I am never. And I don't try to I don't like to use the word never a lot. But in this instance, I am never ever, 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 ever going back to school. This shit is over with, done with, finito. No, I'm not going back. But yeah, man, like like I said, I'm gonna do another podcast here soon. Um, and I'm gonna get one of my teacher friends, and we're gonna go in. I'm gonna have a lot of questions, um, some good topics for everybody to talk about, for everybody to listen to, um, and because I want to see where they head is at, because I know that they got some good shit. So today is Freaky Friday, Freakily Tanisha. Hey, bro. Freaky Friday. So, let me tell you, I haven't done Freaky Friday in a little minute because I was on my social activism type shit. You know, I was I was on my them versus us and I just didn't feel like, you know, niggas was trying to hear the oh and like she getting her back beat in by such and such. Okay, like, oh, he hit her, like, alright, cool. But, like, niggas weren't trying to, I didn't feel like niggas was trying to hear that. So, I was just like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to bring it back, but it just got to be at the right time. You know, because it's still, it's still justice for Beyonce Taylor. It's still justice for George Floyd. You know what I'm saying? We still going in for everybody. So, don't get it twisted. Like, we still out here. Um, But, yeah. So, the question was, for freak, for this for this uh, week's Freaky Friday was, how has quarantine influenced your sexual behaviors? So, I got a lot of I got a lot of answers, bro. And what I love about this is I'm the only nigga that can see this. You know what I'm saying? So when I put it out there for y'all, it's like, damn, I wonder who said that. This nigga follow a lot of people. A lot of people follow him. Like, damn. He's some freaks on his shit. I'm trying to see what... But anyway, so let's get into these responses. Um, I'm going to just go down the list, bro. Because y'all had... y'all like I feel like this was the best one yet. Y'all had me dead, bro. Like, legit. I was dead. So this is this is the first response that I got, bro. Literally. The first response that I got said, I'm hot and ready. 25-8. It's gotten to that point. And I was like, oh, brother. Like, at the gate like that? Y'all going crazy. I was like, okay, at the gate? And a lot of these answers came from women. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, oh, yeah, y'all really... Y'all, y'all really, uh, y'all really trying to be some big old freaks in quarantine. It ain't nothing else to do, so everybody just fucking and bucking. But um, so the next response, you know, it said I've become more disciplined and focused on my end goals, delayed gratification. I can fuck with that, bro. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you gotta take a, you gotta take a step back. You gotta control your inner freak. 
so you can make happen what you need to make happen for you. Because that inner freak is always going to be there. You know what I'm saying? Inner freak is always going to be there. But you got to control. You got to control that. Have some self-discipline, like she said. You know what I'm saying? Love yourself a little. Don't don't let every man treat you like a bald-headed hoe in the bedroom. And do something. <laughs> do something for yourself. So kudos to you. So next response says, um, it made me more dominant. Next guy I have sex with is going to moan louder than me. And she put the little, like, the little emoji, like the Jordan shoulder shrug emoji, like, oh, like, nigga, I'm I'm like that. And I was just like, oh, okay. Like, that, that's how you feel? I don't, I don't ooh, I don't want to be, I don't want to be a part of that. So, uh, <laughs> you, you leave that where that's at. Next response, I've been, this one says, I've been filthy. Hmm. Filthy, you dirty little hamster, you. Uh, once <laughs> this one said, I feel solely responsible for the increase of battery sales. So I know what you've been over there doing. You've been over there taking out the batteries out the remotes, using the bones. <laughs> This one, this response says, "Whoo!" With the uh, with the with the crying, with the laughing emoji and the little smiling, and he got a little sweat coming down. Like, oh yeah, no, re- no response is a response, brother. Um, going federal, slut each other out out twenty 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 twenty. Uh, learn some new shit. Okay, okay, so you experimenting a little. Okay, that's understandable. Uh, what else? What else? What else? Let's get to the good ones. Um, been too focused to indulge, but whoever gets it next, sorry to that man. Oh, so you got some built up rage and you like you, you just, you just gonna unleash like a, like them niggas on Dragon Ball Z when they get that. What's that shit called on Dragon Ball Z? Uh, damn. When they go super saiyan on the dick ass, you just gonna go crazy. Definitely been practicing more sexual and mental discipline. Okay, okay, okay. Found somebody that give a damn about my satisfaction. Ooh, so niggas want satisfaction. Niggas putting down that. Ah, niggas was doing it right. My ex. This <laughs> was sad. My ex niggas stop fucking with me right before Rota. I just be fucking myself. Hashtag self care. Hashtag I guess mine. <laughs> I'm dead that you could fit all that in the little response box on uh, Instagram. Uh. Let's see, let's see, let's keep going, let's keep going. Um, getting slutted the fuck out, hotels and all. Oh, brother, oh brother, y'all are going crazy. Been celibate the whole time, know your worth. She put a sad face though, so that mean you ain't really try to know your worth. You being forced to know your worth, which ain't nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? Um. It's decre- it's surprisingly decreased them, but it's climbing back up now. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it's climbing back up. You doing the climb like Molly Cyrus. All right now. Hold your horses. I'm on my third vibrator. <laughs> this new one got a suction. <laughs> oh Lord Jesus. Yeah, that that sounds very intense. Um You know what I'm saying? That sounds intense. Um 
And it's just like, damn, like, do women really need us? Are we becoming obsolete? You know? <laughs> do they need us for sexual satisfaction? Or or this is this just something that's gonna that's gonna come to an end pretty soon? Uh bruh, it's the Sahara out here. Oh, I'ma pray for the kid. <laughs> what a time this is to be alive for this shit. <laughs> Uh, what else, what else, what else, what else? Uh, it's a weird mix of controlled, built-up intensity. Oh, yeah, he tried to go federal. Say, fam, uh, my partners that be responding to this shit, bro, y'all niggas are crazy. This nigga said... (laughs) This nigga said... Bro, this nigga said, I've been a hoe. I left my baby mama... Now I'm finna move in with my new girlfriend. We only been dating for three weeks. And I thought the nigga was trolling. So I said, bro, stop talking to me, fam. He was like, bro, I'm serious, dog. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, coronavirus. Got you going stupid, like legit. Uh, <laughs> I said, I'm scary, so it's made me tighten up, literally. Oh, girl, going on. You ain't too scared. <laughs> You ain't too scared. Uh, these hoes not deserving to get piped up. Gotta pay the fee to play with me. I'm telling you, for a bitch get the dick, she gotta sign a petition, like June said. But y'all, man, that's everything. That's all of them. I'm glad y'all responded to that, man. You know, I feel like that was the best Freaky Friday yet. Y'all know I'm gonna keep coming with it. Every two weeks, I got something for y'all. Because I know quarantine, like, quarantine been heavy. Y'all going crazy and... Ooh, I just feel sorry for everybody that's in a drought because the next nigga y'all put it on, he might not wake up. He might just later. He going to be so tired, out of breath. Got to give him, got to let him hit your asthma pump, your inhaler, give him a breathing treatment. He going to be out of there. But, yeah, man, I appreciate y'all for listening. Uh, thank y'all again. Uh, thank y'all for rocking with me. Like I said, man, uh, next two weeks episode, I gave y'all some topics we're going to be discussing. I'm pretty sure I'm going to have some more shit to go on there as well. Uh, but, yeah, man, appreciate y'all for fucking with me. And uh, Talk to me, Tyler T. Oh, y'all go get at me on the bird, man, at Talk to me, Tyler T. Get at me on the ground on Talk to me, Tyler T. Um, and yeah, man, I'm at this thing.